All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp and social media. I'm your host, Jono, and I'm super excited because I've got two of the best bootcamp instructors in the world, if not the two best bootcamp instructors in the world, and they have um, decided that we're going to do a, a three-way panel for the next couple of weeks or for as long as we can, just yep. sharing information. And it's going to be a little bit different to the normal podcast. We're going to keep it short, sharp, and quick. It's going to be 15, 20 minutes max. We're just going to pick one topic and just go fast, furious, in-depth on that topic. Today's topic is going to be what to consider when starting a boot camp. Just before we get into it, we'll do a quick uh, around the ground. So, uh, Danielle, do you want to introduce yourself? Where are you from? Where do we find you? Yeah, I'm Danielle. I'm from uh, Ontario, Canada. I run AxFit. You can find me anywhere on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, under AxFit. And I love kicking people's asses and taking names and helping inspire and encourage other trainers to do the same. Awesome. Jonathan, where are you from? What do you do? How do we find you? How are you doing, everybody? My name is Jonathan Hurdlis. I am from the very densely populated state of New Jersey in the U.S., and uh, I run BFF Bootcamp. That's the name of my bootcamp that I've been running for about the last 10 years. And I also help trainers to see success with my YouTube channel. Uh, and if you essentially search how to sell personal training, you can find a bunch of my videos there. And on Instagram, if you ever search BFF Bootcamp, you can see what I go through daily. So anything I can do to help the community, um, I'm happy to do so. Awesome. Love it. All right. Let's get straight into topic number one. Now, Part of the reason why I'm so excited for this is Danielle and Jonathan are both the two best at what they do, but they're very different. And you can even see this from the first question. We, we had a, a set of questions and they've almost gone the complete opposite answer for their first question. But I like that because if you're listening to this, it's, it shows you that there's no right, there's no wrong. It's just going to depend on your style. You might resonate more with Danielle. You might resonate more with Jonathan. You might take a little bit of both. So let's get into it. Danny, what is your first point there? If someone's starting up a boot camp, what's the first thing they should do? Okay, so this can be a this is tough because I feel like there's a million points we could hit on with this, but you told us to pick three. So my first one, I get a lot of trainers that write me and they're like, oh, I want to start, but this and this and this and like all this stuff. And I just say, just start. All right. Like Facebook was, it started in a dorm room, Microsoft, it started in like a garage, like my accident, it started in a park with my three-year-old on a towel with some, a sandbag full of sand I took from the beach and tires I got from a car lot and it grew from there. So don't make excuses. That's my number one thing. Just start. Don't make excuses. You don't need a fancy website. You don't need, um, you know, the perfect studio or a studio at all. You don't need to worry about your other job. Work around it. Even if you're starting with once a week or twice a week, you know, you don't want to go into debt over it because you think you need all this stuff. Then you're stressed before you even start. I just say start. You, you have to have trust in yourself. You ha can't listen to anyone who's like, you know, maybe doubting you or giving you, you know, being negative about it. And you just have to go with the fire in you and just start, just get out in the park and just do it and start building that community. And when you get there and you start that class, if there's one person or 10 people, or sometimes only three people, 
treat it like you have a hundred people in there and put on that. It's an orchestra. It's a symphony. It's a production every single time. All right. So that's my thing. Just start. Don't make excuses. Don't wait. Just start it. Get out there and give it all you got every single time. And don't, um, don't, don't wait for it. Just go, just go and start. Love it. I'm a, I'm a huge believer of that myself. I'm a, um, bit controversial, but I'm a, a ready fire aim sort of person. I like yeah. to, okay, there's something that I want to do. I'm going to give it a crack and I'm going to either be successful or I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to improve and refine and then improve and refine and then improve and refine. And I think you're right. And, and I think there'll be some common themes throughout this whole thing where a lot of people, Hey, I want to start my boot camp, but I'm going to get my website first, or I'm going to start my boot camp, but I'm going to go out and buy a whole heap of kettlebells first. And it's almost like, eh, most important thing is people, right? Just go down there and, and get started and, and then build from there. So I love that. Jonathan, what's your first thing? Uh, well, when it comes to my first thing, it's funny because um, although my point is different from Danny's, uh, I still do agree with her because I know a lot of trainers that say, you know what, Jonathan, I want to start a boot camp. And then I ask about it a couple weeks later and I say, you know, how's that going along? How was your first class? Yeah, well, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I know I want to start it, but I'm going to give it a little bit more time. And so when I first started my first boot camp, I didn't have a lot of equipment. I had like two really cheap uh, bands and two clients and two extra trainers on my side. So in a lot of ways, I did kind of just start. And it's very important that if you decide that it's something that you want to do, you set a date and you commit to it. All right, so you do have to just start. You can't just keep putting it off because nothing's going to be perfect. However, my whole thing is I'm a big fan of the, uh, the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And one of his uh, biggest points is start with the end in mind. And while you should, you know, get in there because waste time is not going to help anybody, you still want to respect the industry. You want to respect the clients that will show up for your first class in a sense that you're not just going to, just do anything, all right? You still want to have some kind of plan in mind for what you want to do with your clients. So you want to know, all right, do I want to have a, a weekly boot camp? Do I want to run my boot camp three times a week? Do I want to charge clients? Do I want to have free classes once a week so I can get more people in? Because a lot of people are going to look to you. You are the show. You are the star. And uh, everybody that's starting boot camps, I'm sure want to help people, but at the same time, want to be profitable, right? So you're going to have to have your numbers in line to know, okay, this is kind of where I want to take this down the road. So in the beginning for me, I started off with free classes once a week, and that was kind of like my lead-in to sell the paid classes the other two times a week. So I came up with a plan as opposed to just going in, running a great class, and then all of a sudden they said, well, now what? And I'm I don't know. I just, I just wanted to get out here. So you want to have some kind of idea of where you want to steer your business um, and, you know, not be caught off guard with your first class. So yes, definitely don't put it off because I didn't have my website. I didn't have expensive equipment. I didn't have a studio, but I did jump in there. I just jumped in there knowing, all right, eventually I'm going to get to that studio. But for now, I have to guide them where I need them. Love it. I agree with that too. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the quote, uh, failing to plan is planning to fail. And I'll just tell a little story to the listeners why um, just our conversation earlier sort of summed up those two philosophies there. Danny was like, hey guys, I've got this idea. Let's do a, a weekly thing and it can be 15 minutes. It can be short and sharp. Let's just go and do it. And Danny was sort of straight into do it. And that's where we are here. From there, Jonathan's like, yep, guys, I'm in for sure. However, just a couple suggestions like 
what, <laughs> what points are we going to do? I don't want to make sure that we don't contradict each other. And I also want to make sure that, you know, we don't just cover the same three points so we get more points out there. So you can see how both those strategies sort of work where Danny's like a straight in, let's do it. Jonathan's like, yep, I'm in, but I want to plan to make sure this is successful. So I think both of those things are, are very important. Point number two, Danny, what do you got for us? Um, second point is to, you have to get out and work like hell. You have to get out there and you have to get the people you, I, I don't believe like you build it and they will come like that old movie. Like you have to get out there and you have to bring the people in. So you got to get out there and build your following. Um, and for me, I find like, you know, for anyone that's starting and you're like, Oh, I only have a couple people. Maybe it's my friend and my, my family member. And it's, how do I get new people? Well, you got to get out there. So find in your city, what events are going on. You know, for me doing, um, like running races or any kind of race offering to the host of the race saying, Hey, I can come out and do the warm up. Now they're announcing to this huge thing of like a fitness enthusiast. Uh, hey, it's Danny from Axfit. She's doing our warm up. She runs boot camps, and they do a little plug for you to all, all these people. Then you put them through this high energy warm up. So that's always a good thing. Getting to schools, churches, workplaces. A lot of times, donating your time at the beginning. I still do it. It's not about money for me. My this, I find if you go into it not worrying about money and you just want to get that following and build a crew and change the people's lives and have that positive energy, that money just comes without you trying to get it. For me, any. Anyways, that's how I believe, but you have to get out there and bring the people in. And you know, someone calls me up on my phone during my dinner hours, trying to sell me on something. I listen and then I sell them on my boot camp or the waitress, <laughs> or, you know, the mailman or anyone I come across my day. And I'm not selling them in a salesy way. I'm talking about it because it's a passion and I love it and I believe in it. So they don't take it as she's being salesy. They see this like pure passion and then they want to come out. So my second goal, my second point is to get out and get after it and get people um and get be a part of your city get out there donate your time and and build your crew and then when your crew's there and showing up um yeah giving them that attention they need all the time while they're there and um it kind of goes together with the first point and making that class like top notch every single time even if you have one person you know sometimes you show up to your class you're like oh i thought i'd have like you know my regular 30 where's you know why is there only eight or ten and you kind of feel like eh, you feel a little like but you can't let that get to you you know some people are maybe away just get into it and train it like your whole crew's there and so that's important every single class so yeah mm -hmm. get out there work like hell bring them in love it agree we'll hear your point jonathan and then i'll do a summary at the end your point number two Sure, sure. Um, we actually had very similar uh, point number twos, Danny and I. So I took some time to try to figure out uh, a slightly different point. And uh, I essentially encourage trainers, especially if they're first starting, to think about their, their workout or their first day as like an oven dial, um, where essentially, you know, most ovens go from cold to hot. Uh, you would want to look at your dial as uh, on one extreme you have fun boot camp, on the other extreme you have like really hard military boot camp. And I think that in your first couple of classes, or at least your first class, you don't necessarily need to smoke out all of your clients in the very beginning. Uh, because your goal is to bring people in and to create a community, uh, to create a situation where they're going to enjoy themselves and want to come back. And so at least with new people, I don't concern myself with destroying their legs. Um, I concern myself with putting smiles on their faces, making sure that they walk in, smile immediately, smile sometime during the class, and smile on their way out. So. If I were going to turn that dial, I would say that it's going to lean a little bit more toward fun, like 60% fun, 
40% hard work uh, to make sure that they're able to understand what I'm about, um, enjoy the community, uh, be able to walk the next day so that they can come back and, um, and then bring more friends in with them because everybody loves a fun situation. Love it. I'll do a quick summary on both. So I love Danny's point there because uh, once again, it almost goes back to the, the first point as well, where like a lot of people want to start a boot camp and okay, I better get the fanciest website and I better get, you know, make sure my Facebook page is schmick and, you know, get all that sort and, you know, get a million kettlebells and all that sort of stuff there. When the most important thing at your boot camp is people, right? How can we get the most people down there? And the easiest way is just to meet more people. Right? There's an element of, of luck involved in, in success with who you know and who knows you. So you can either sit down and be like, well, I don't know anyone, so no one's coming to my boot camp, or you can go out and meet people. And the more people you can meet in your community, the better. So I love that point there. Love Jonathan's point as well. And I, um, I'm a huge fan of that strategy. I'm a fan of the 12-week boot camp strategy. And week six is always bring a friend week. Because then if the friends want to sign up, they can sign up for a little six-week challenge, week seven to 12. And I save week six for my most fun workouts. I plan my whole 12-week challenge at the start. Week six, I make sure the best games, the best partner drills, all the most fun exercises, I save them for week six so that when these friends come in, they're like, oh, how fun is this boot camp? Every session is so fun and you know everyone loves each other and there's all this partner stuff. I'm going to meet so many people. And not saying the rest of the boot camp isn't like that, but I just make sure that my my most interactive fun stuff is done in that bring a friend week there because as Jonathan said, that's the best chance of getting it back. And then you can dial it up as, as you go because I have made that mistake before doing a bring a friend week and then just doing a normal hard session and it's not the best for someone's first time. So I, I love that there. Last point, Danielle, what do you got for us? Um, okay, so my last point is to be versatile because um, you, I, when you're first starting out, you don't know what your demographic yet is going to be. You don't know, you know, what, what style you're really going to come like bring on or what they're going to want. So as I find like back in the day, I would have some, cr my crew start to build, um, you know, having open ears and listening, what are they liking? What are they not liking? Oh, they really like it at the beach, but they really hated it at that like church gym in the basement that I thought I would be good at to, to use because it was close to home and cheap rent, but the lighting wasn't so good. So you have to be ready to kind of at the beginning, not be set in stone on where you're going to be, what style of training you're going to do, because you're not quite sure yet what's going to, you know, you just got to be ready to like kind of change and move and watch the patterns of what people that are coming in and, um, the de demographic that you're getting. So, and, and then I find too, as you grow as a trainer, your style changes a little bit. Like recently I started adding this year, like a lot of more like primal movements, animal movements. And like, you know, whereas back in the day, like I never did that. It was always just that perfect straight squad and perfect straight lunge, like robotic and which is fine. But like, so you grow and change. And then I find doing like those drop classes that we talked about in the first podcast, like the unleashed classes, they're so good. Like, you know, not always setting your class to be in the exact same spot every single week. Maybe you have your standard ones, but once a week you do it in a different spot. And then you'll find, Hey, everyone's like, we love it at the beach. So be versatile. Okay. We're doing Wednesdays now at the beach every single week because they like it. And you've got to be able to keep it fresh for your following. And then people want to come cause they're driving to your class and they're like, we don't know what she's going to put us through today, but we know it's at the beach. And so being versatile, being on your toes, listening to what people want, listening to what they don't want. And, um, 
yeah, definitely being ready to, you know, change things up and keep it fresh. But mm -hmm. I want to go back to that second point for one quick second. I disagree with the fun on the first boot camp. And I think it's fun on this podcast if we kind of like, you know, like Jonathan, call me out. Jono, call me out if you think I'm saying something stupid. I saw I saw Danny's face as well. When I said the fun thing, Danny just gave me this death stare in the camera. So I'm like, oh no, here we go. Well, I, I agree. I like I make it fun, but I'm all like it depends what your demographic in it is. And mine's like people that just want to be like ripped up and they come out and that's what they want. I, I have that kind of group that if I don't bring that and right from the beginning, that's what I did. Cause I'm like, I didn't want like the weight loss class. There's enough of that in my city. I wanted like that, ex my adrenaline extreme fitness. So for me, like when the first person, someone comes out, like I want, I want their legs sore for days because some people won't go back to be like, Oh, my legs. I didn't really feel anything. My legs are my arms. I don't know. It was just, it was fun. And people were laughing, but like, I didn't like feel it because people want results. So I kind of disagree, but I think maybe a bit of both is probably better. I could probably make mine a little more fun, but I don't know. Exactly. Anyway. And, I, and I'll add to that as well. It depends on your demographic, right? That, that's yeah. Danny's demographic. And if she's going to make it, and that's the difference between like, there's so much boot camps out there anyway. If you're the same as everyone else's, what have you got different, right? You can maybe go on price, hey, I'm the cheapest, but that only get you so far. But if you can be like a, a Danny, hey, you go to Danny's class, it's high intensity, it's tough. She's going to attract that sort of clientele there. You go to Jonathan's class, hey, this is really fun. I get to meet a lot of people. This is what I want. It's going to cater for different people. So I think that's that's important too. I want to um, recap on Danny's point there with the, the versatility and the feedback. Both very, very important. And it goes back to the, especially if you're, if you're like me and Danny and you're that ready, fire, aim sort of person, you need that feedback to see how you're going. So I'm a huge fan of anonymous surveys. So what I also do at that halfway point is I send out a survey monkey, just anonymous. And I'm like, hey guys, I just want to improve my boot camp. Can I get some feedback? And that can be hard at the start, right? Because you're like, oh great, what if someone says they don't like me or they got to do this? But that's the best way to refine. You know, you see those answers in the questions and you don't have to um, you know, live by those because you can't please everyone. But if there's a common thread and you've got 50 survey results and they're all telling you the same thing, you know that, okay, hey, i got to do less of that or i got to do more of that. And also the, uh, the variety side of things. Even if you've got something that works, if you do that over and over and over and over again, it's going to get boring. So it's important to add that variety there and then test it. You know, I'm sure, correct me if I'm wrong, Danny, but I'm sure you, know, you might have tried something before and then it was a flop. So you're like, oh, okay, never doing that. But then there's been other things where you've tried it and you're like, that's amazing. I'm going to do more of that or I'm going to implement that. Is that right? Not everything's a hit, right? Oh yeah. There's so many trials and errors throughout the years that I've done this. And sometimes it gets you down and then you're like, Oh, like I thought, but you don't quit and you just stay at it. And yeah, you gotta be versatile. And, um, there's a million other points. It's hard to just pick three. I'm sure for you too, Jonathan, and I'm like thinking of a bunch right now, but we'll have to, we'll touch this topic again another time, but yeah, definitely be ready to have some failures and just be strong and, uh, you know, keep, keep moving forward. Awesome. Jonathan point number three. Uh, my last point um, is essentially to remember to play the long game um, as opposed to the short game. And when I say that, uh, just in my experience of helping trainers start their own boot camps, a lot of times if there's an immediate success, uh, sometimes tra trainers kind of take it for granted. And then they honestly, they, they don't really reinvest back into their boot camp. They just think that, all right, I'm, I'm the greatest. People are going to come in forever but you have to constantly evolve and you have to leave room for your bootcamp to evolve. So uh, case in point, I had one specific trainer 
and uh, she was doing very well when she started. But clients sometimes get bored, so you have to mix things up. But she went out and bought herself a new car like after two months. Like she was making money really fast and she bought herself a new car. And it was a little bit beyond her means. And I was just like, what are you thinking? Like you could put yourself in a position to you know, get more equipment, give more to your clients, put together programs, whatever the case may be. So I was very conservative uh, my first year of running the boot camp, And I found that worked well for me because it allowed me flexibility to, if there was a great idea or if there's something I wanted to implement, I can implement that immediately as opposed to putting all the profits back into myself. I look at, you know, the boot camp business as my baby and you want to give it every possible opportunity to flourish and to grow. So, you know, don't get too caught up in immediate success. You know, some trainers struggle in the beginning and then work their way up. Some trainers have huge success in the beginning and then they hit this like little divot and they just freak out. They, they never saw that coming. So you don't want to put yourself in a position where you don't see things coming. You, you kind of want to be responsible and then understand that you're in, if you're in this for the long haul, you know, play it like you're in there for the long haul and, um, you know, leave room for your boot camp. Love it. And I've, uh, cause I've been that trainer that's hit that wall as well. You know, I had some pretty good success when I started off. One thing, I'm not sure how it works in the U S and Canada, but when you've got a job, you pay tax as you go. So you'll get a paycheck, but they already take um, cash out. But when you're working for yourself, you obviously get all the cash and then you've got to pay at least 30% back to the government. I wasn't right. aware of that, you know, so I was going all right at boot camp, and I was making all this cash. And then end of the year, I got this tax bill where I needed to give 30% of it back and I didn't have it. And I was, uh, <laughs> where was it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that there, and I love the reinvesting as well, because that's my whole strategy too. Hey, whatever you make, get a percentage of that and reinvest it back, whether it's equipment. Cool. I'm going to spend, you know, 300 bucks every three months and buy some new equipment. Hey, I'm going to, whatever money I make in this boot camp, I'm going to put it back into marketing. So I love that too. But um, hey guys, that's all we've got time for today. I'll just do a bit of a, a wrap up there if you're listening to this. The three of us are going to do this every week and we're going to cover a different topic or some topics might go over two weeks. We've all got different channels. So if you've got any questions, you can hit any of us up on any of our channels. Best way to reach me is probably via my Facebook group, um, Fitness Education Online Community. Or you can send me a, a DM on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, whatever. Danny, best way to, to find you? Yeah, uh, Instagram's fastest, quick way, AxFit on Instagram. Yeah, I like that. That's a good channel. Jonathan? Uh, best way, how to sell personal training on YouTube. Very active there. I'll get back to anybody within a day, if not within two hours. Awesome. Love it. All right. Thanks for your time, guys. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having us. And uh, get after so it, everybody. So also with this podcast, we are going to do a bit of a finisher. All three of us are going to talk about what we're working on this week here. So you can get a bit of an idea of, okay, you know, that's what these guys are doing. Maybe I can get some ideas from that. So Danny, what are you working on this week? Um, so I want to put on for like end of summer, amazing race kind of slash barbecue for my crew. So I'm this week, I'm kind of like brainstorming next week. I'm going to start like writing out the cards. So that's my goal this week is to kind of get this amazing race set where they got to go around the city and find things. And then they also have to do a little workout when they find the envelope and then the first team back to my property wins. So that's my goal this week. And uh, one more thing kind of that mindset that I'm thinking this week is an Arnold Schwarzenegger that he has six rules. So I want you guys to remember this and you can Google it and you'll see it all over. And I put on my Instagram today. It's trust yourself. One rule Two: break some rules. 
Three, don't be afraid of failure. Four, ignore the naysayers. And five, work like hell. And six, give back. Give something back. All right? So I'm going to leave you guys with that. Jonathan, what is your goal this week? Uh, my goal this week is to get the ball rolling with uh, our big fat loss contest. We have two huge contests because that's when people are most dialed in right after summer and of course the beginning of the year. So people are still kind of vacationing and they're still kind of eating whatever they want. And my goal is to get their minds primed for after the big holiday in the States, Labor Day, um, to get everybody ready and set to participate in the fat loss contest. And that's one of the biggest times for us to get new clients because everybody knows how bad they've been over the summer. So um, I just want to get them primed and ready and I want to get them to refer their friends as September is usually one of my biggest months for that reason. So we're just going to keep rocking it out till it happens. Love it. Love it. From my end of things. So now I'm no longer running a boot camp. I'm hundred percent online. So my goal is going to be a little bit different to these two here, but my goal is to expand my social media, but via hiring now. So I've sort of got to the point where my hours are, are, are packed, right? I can't fit any more in my day, but I still want to grow my business. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find, okay, cool. Who can help me uh, build my YouTube? Who can help me build my Google? Who can help me you know, build my Instagram without necessarily me doing it myself? So I'll, I'll keep everyone posted with that. All right, guys, that's all we got time for today. Thanks for your time. Bye. See you guys. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.